This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 10th, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. For families that would like to add children or add more children, a wide variety of policies make those choices more difficult, expensive, and time-consuming. A new paper from the Cato Institute's Vanessa Brown-Calder and Chelsea Follett details some of the changes that could ease burdens on growing families. I spoke with Calder today. I've heard it said from a couple of sources that if the government wanted to decide suddenly, uh, and it were very important to government to have birth rates go way up. Uh, In the United States, they're below replacement. Globally, they are on the downward trend toward uh, below replacement. Um, But even massive interventions do not appear to be particularly productive in raising birth rates. And again, I'm not saying if that that's a good policy goal or not, but it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of evidence that um, the government can do much to move birth rates up. Is that right? Right. Well, I think that that's generally right. I don't think that there's absolutely nothing that would have an influence on birth rates, and that's not what we intend to say in the paper or convey in the paper. We do look at international initiatives um, to increase fertility rates, and we find that the results are limited or disappointing overall. Many other countries have tried spending their way out of fertility decline. And in 2015, more than 50 countries cited increasing fertility as a national goal. Um, But however, and despite that, and despite a lot of spending, sort of social spending and some direct spending, um, trying to increase fertility in no OECD country is the total fertility rate near the replacement rate of 2.1%. Um, and that includes places that have, you know, more equal gender norms and some of these other things that may influence fertility rates as well. We include some estimates in the paper. Um, one uh, notable one, which looks at the domestic, the U.S. context, and finds that the magnitude of magnitude of spending required to increase fertility is extremely large. Um, you need $250 billion in childhood spending per year associated with just 0.2 extra children per woman. That's between seven or eight times the amount of child care spending the Biden administration proposed in Build Back Better. So it's really something that is outside of any type of real political consideration at this point in time, not to mention the fact that it is an enormous sum. Um, and I think probably from a Fiscal perspective would be a very bad idea to go down that road for that small of a gain in fertility. So that seems like a bit of a non-starter in terms of if you if you genuinely care about this uh, policy, if you ca- generally care about uh, raising birth rates and allowing people to have more children if they if they want them, uh, spending a lot of money. Uh, doesn't seem to be particularly productive. But there are a lot of policies in place in the U.S. that make it more expensive, more challenging from uh, the perspective of time, um, more challenging in terms of uh, adequate housing and that sort of thing. Uh, that And there is quite a bit of evidence that uh, people in their later years wish they had had more children. And so it, to the extent that there are policy impediments uh, to people having as many children as they want, what are they? 
Right. Well, I absolutely agree. Um, and given the significant costs and disappointing results of some of those policies, those international initiatives, I think it is worth considering some less costly alternatives. We think that the policies that we've outlined in the paper, that those reforms stand on their own merit um, because they make life easier, more affordable, and more enjoyable for families. So as far as what those policies are, we sort of loosely break them into three categories, reforms that reduce the price of goods and services that children require and make balancing work and family easier, um, and then reforms that affect childbirth and reproductive health, um, because we do know that having a negative birth experience tends to reduce the number of children that women desire, not surprisingly. Um, and so it's really important um, to get some of the impediments out of the way there so that women can have the types of births that they want and desire. And then reforms that reduce the time cost of parenting. Parents, as you said, they they have limited financial resources, but just as importantly, they have limited time and uh, the time costs of parenting have been rising. So there's there's evidence there that that may influence fertility decisions as well. So those are sort of the three broad categories. And there's a lot uh, within each of those. Um, I think one of the one of the policy reforms that I'm very excited about because it hits on a couple of these different areas, is child care, um, child care reform. Child care regulation is a great example of something that pushes up the cost of expense um, associated with child rearing, and it also makes managing work and family more difficult. There's a lot of ways to reform that that at this point in time haven't really been explored seriously by policymakers. A lot of this would happen at the local level, but there are also uh, reforms that could be taken at the national level as well. And so we go through and detail some of those at the local level, staff to child ratios, maximum group sizes, occupational licensing policies are all things that need to be reconsidered. With respect to giving birth, at least for me, it's a sort of an, I guess, an underappreciated element of people having as many kids as they want. What are the rules that govern birth in states and I guess from the federal level? that make the birth experience so unpleasant for many women. Right. Well, in the paper, we talk about cesarean sections. And of course, those can be life-saving medical procedures. Um, but at the same time, our cesarean section rates are quite high in the U.S. compared with other developed countries. Many women report being pressured into cesarean sections when they are not medically necessary. And as, a, as I mentioned earlier, that can be uh, bad from a, a birth experience perspective and even affect um, fertility outcomes. There are laws that restrict or ban VBACs, which are vaginal births after cesarean um, in non-hospital settings. So that, of course, influences the ability of women to have the type of birth that they would like on subsequent births. There are certificate of need laws that limit access to care, including access to providers and institutions that would provide VBACs otherwise. And we and we also mention a few other policies as well. But I do think that these are um, important uh, healthcare policies to look seriously at in order to make sure that women are empowered and that they have the freedom of choice um, to make choices in this very sort of sensitive area. 
as a political matter, it seems like a lot of this ought to be a slam dunk for uh, people who claim to care about families and families having lots of children as the, you know, the backbone of society, you know, especially conservatives who say that they care a lot about this stuff. But uh, these are policies that, you know, they're not flashy. They're just things that would probably work. Yeah, well, we think that they are great policies, as I mentioned, on their own merits, regardless of whether policymakers care about fertility specifically. These are things that are that would make family life easier, better, more affordable, more enjoyable. Um, and they don't require, you know, setting up new programs, uh, new spending. Um, so they should be easier from that perspective to get passed as well. We think at a bare minimum, these reforms should be undertaken along with any other attempts that policymakers take to support families or increase fertility. And without doing that, enacting just spending policies alone without these types of regulatory reform is unlikely to increase the supply of goods and services that families need. Um, and so with, with any reform, uh, any spending or additional direct targeted spending on fertility, that's something that uh, policymakers should really be considering is how will this you know, what is the what is the long term effect of this type of uh, program or subsidy? And without regulatory reform, I think it doesn't look so good. So I think it's it's one element that I've noticed noticed from the Biden administration. And I suppose Democrats more broadly is that uh, deregulation is almost never on the table. Uh, but new spending almost always is on the table. Uh, and even in, in cases where a simple regulatory change could really improve almost any matter uh, without spending any additional money. And, the, and, and family policy certainly seems to be one of those areas. That's right. And there are all sorts of policy proposals across the spectrum, whether that is you know, paid family leave, child care spending, monthly checks in the mail uh, of various types with various different names to parents with children, um, you know, tax credits, of course, continued spending or expanded spending on tax credits. All of these things, um, you know, are meant to support families. They are, in some cases, meant to increase fertility or, or that that is a motivating factor behind them. And those policy proposals come from both the left and the right. It's certainly true. I agree that the Biden administration, um, their focus on families has been to a large degree on spending more on families without sort of dealing with some of, some of these underlying policies that are creating affordability challenges to begin with. So we tried to provide uh, a variety of different options in this menu of policies that we lay out for folks that are really serious about dealing with the underlying causes of affordability challenges and other challenges that families face. Vanessa Brown Calder directs Opportunity and Family Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. Her new co-authored paper, Freeing American Families, is available today.